going on, everyone? Today's guest is a childhood friend of mine. He's a musician. Uh, he's a dad. And, you know, uh, we grew up together, like, skateboarding and doing dumb stuff. And every time we get back together, man, it's just like old times. So, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. This is my boy, Mark Griffin. Welcome to the Strong Tower Podcast. I want to be in a kayak, going down rapids. Right. Possibly could die. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like fun to me. I mean, people don't know, care how much you know until they know how much you care. But like, but that's what I love about me and you yeah. is that we're both not trying to do the social norm bullshit. Mark Griffin, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Dude. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I guess we'll get right into it. Right. Music, <laughs> music. You know, whenever I think music, I think about like you. I think about your brother. I think about Jordan. Yeah. You know, from just like childhood and Josh. Yeah. Um. And it's crazy that you're still you're still going with it. So, what actually got you into it in the first place when you're younger? So, um, growing up, my grandfather, my pop, he's like probably the biggest influence in my life, like one of the greatest guys I ever knew. And he played guitar, and he built me my first guitar. He's a carpenter, and he had like spare parts. He would build me a guitar, and uh, I remember him telling me, "You learn how to play that one, and come back, and I'll build you a better one." And uh, what you call it in like high school and stuff. I didn't really ever pick anything up. I always I learned like a few chords, but nothing crazy. And then um, high school, there was a girl, of course, and uh, I saw um, Brian Castile playing, and I was like, I could do that. And so like, um, I don't remember how initially I started like diving into it, but I remember Jordan being like a big part of like teaching me stuff and showing me stuff, and like um, my brother's friend uh, Frank would come over and teach me like Blink-Way 2 songs or Nirvana or Green Day and stuff like that. And I picked it up pretty easy and I was like, this is fun. Yeah. So I just started rolling with it. So like when my brother wasn't home, I would sneak in his room and play his guitar and all that until yeah. I turned like 14, I think. I got like my first electric guitar and started like getting into the amps and everything. So I just picked it up from there and took off. What, um, cause I remember you like, you did tabs a lot. Like that was your yeah. thing. Um, do you think it's like necessary to read music to play instruments or absolutely not no I, um what should we call it the more especially like recently as i've gotten older i've learned that like um theory would be nice to know mm-hmm. and like knowing how to read music would be nice to know but like if you look at um kirk cobain didn't know how to read music and oh really Jimi hendrix didn't know how to read music no, they're no. all just like it's a feeling so like and that's what i'm getting into a lot recently like my um, genres, I guess you could say, that I listen to are way more eclectic now because I'm learning that it's not just skill. It's not just knowing what to play, but the feeling that you can express within what you play. You can make a guitar talk and say what you want it to say, but you need to have some kind of skill behind it. So, like, when I was younger, I would sit in front of the TV for hours and just, like, go over... I'd find a scale or something, or I'd just warm my fingers up, just one, two, three, four, all mm-hmm. the way across. And yeah, you just build up some skill, and then you learn like little tips and tricks here and there, and you can use it. It's like a tool to express yourself. 
And what actually, what drew you to that actual, like, a guitar and not anything else? I always liked guitar. I, um, like, when I first started at Newcastle, mm-hmm. um, my parents came to me and they were like, do you want to take guitar lessons or piano lessons? And we had a piano in the house and we didn't have a guitar. So I was like, I'll pick up the piano. Well, like, two or three months into lessons, the teacher moved away. So I, even then, I knew that I was like, I can always pick up guitar later on if I want. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like for me, like I always dabbled in it, but I could never, I think it just took too much and I didn't want, I wanted it to happen quick. Yeah. You know, because I wanted to be on the same level as you guys. Yeah. You know, uh, but I was just like, oh, this is, a, you know, it's going to take too long. You know what I mean? So I just didn't do it yeah. or whatever. Um so what age did you start actually like doing something with it like being in bands and that kind of stuff? I think I was I picked it up like hard when I was 14. I'd always like kind of dabbled with it when I, before then, but when I was 14 is when I really started to pick up and like I think it was 15 or 16 when me and Josh and Jordan and Matt had all been in the break of skies or whatever. Yeah. And I started thinking, I was like, this could be a career. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to think that doing this little party trick or whatever yeah. could be a career. And I loved it. And I loved, I remember watching, there's a documentary, I think it's called Riding in Vans with Boys or something like that, where okay. they followed um, Blink-182 and Jimmy Jimmy World and Green Day on tour. And I remember just seeing these guys, they're all friends, hanging out. And they would just hop in a van and ride to the next venue with each yeah. other. And there's all kind of like, it's just hanging out with your friends and having fun and getting to play music. It's just like, blows my mind. Yeah. Well, that was always the goal. <laughs> so what do you think happened? Like, did that go downhill for you? Or are you happy with where you are with music right now? Or? I'm pretty happy with where I am with music. I, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what? I would love more than anything, like ultimate Mark Griffin dream mm-hmm. is... To be in a van with my friends, just riding across the country, meeting people, playing music. I honestly don't even care what kind of music it would be. Yeah, like, definitely, <laughs> definitely. It doesn't even have to make sense. But like, just to spend time with my friends and to travel would be phenomenal. But I'm now a parent, so I'd, like, I'd way rather... I'm so glad that I'm a parent. But um, yeah... Now that I'm a parent, like, it would be cool to go on, like, a week or a month Mm -hmm. and do that. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not, like, upset about it. I feel like what I do with music now means more to everyone else. Yeah. It means a lot to me. Like, with my church that I play at, I'll get messages from people all the time that are like, man, I love the way that you lead up there. The, like, atmosphere that you bring into that room is crazy. And, like, I've learned now as I've gotten older, that um, it's not about the type of music that you play, but the atmosphere that you bring into the room. Yeah. Like, the music doesn't even have to make sense. Right. As long as people connect with it and feel And how you make them feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy to me, but I love hearing that stuff. It always, like, motivates me to dig deeper. Yeah. And get better. And then maybe that's one of the reasons that, like, you were given a kid you know was to change your direction and to do something like that rather than like go on the road with your friends and yeah you know what i mean yeah like you just never know what god has in store for you which is the craziest thing yeah 
you know, because I know in my life I've seen like it go so many directions that I would have never guessed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even a year prior before that. So, I mean, it's one of the craziest things. Um, have you tried to like be in bands or anything? Or are you just like doing stuff with the church? Um, pretty much just doing stuff with the church. I have like a few friends that do like the cover band thing. Oh, yeah. And they like make extra money on the weekends and stuff, mm-hmm. which I would like to do. Mm-hmm. It's like to make a little bit of extra money on the weekend. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing what I love for yeah. like four or five hours. That's dope. That's so sick. And it's like, I feel like it helps me. That's why I like doing things with music. It's not, it might not just be like praise and worship music or whatever that I'm playing, but like even to become more versatile as a musician to me is so valuable Mm -hmm. and so sought after. I love that stuff. Anything with music. Have you ever tried like trying another instrument or you sticking with guitar? Um, I dabble in a couple other things. Like like I said, when I was young, I took piano lessons. So, like, right. I know, you know, for a lease and s- stupid stuff on piano. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, like, I can make stuff up on piano, but, like, none of it. Like, a guitar, to me, the patterns that are across the strings are just, like, in my mind. Yeah. And then so on the piano, it's just blurred. But I know that I could do the same things. And, I'm like, even sometimes I'll try and emulate piano. Mm-hmm. Like, things that it does like the way that the note bends or stays or sustains or whatever right and uh yeah so i i do a little bit of piano um i play drums for a little bit i love like i'll air drum in the car all day just yeah, beat yeah. on the steering wheel and like it just depends on my mood like sometimes if i'm listening to music i'll either like pretend to play guitar to it and like jam out or i'll like right. air drum and like Tapping and like the patterns and everything for drums has always made me like really interested. Yeah, yeah. And, like Josh helps me out a lot with that stuff. Like, right, right. Gives me rudiment sheets to go over and all that, but I don't like delve into it. Yeah, I know yeah. that guitar is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Because some things just come to you like naturally. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think uh, I think that's what the guitar did with you. Yeah. Because you know someone that learned an instrument and doesn't really like read music but like comes up with its his own stuff like that's just natural yeah you know you can't teach that yeah you know it makes me think of um that movie drumline with nick cannon yeah yeah because he, they were like oh read this but he was like no play it yeah. then he played it right you know what i mean that was so crazy yeah but um do you is there someone that you uh like model your playing after or Someone that you, like a guitar player that you look towards, like growing up or now? So there's always a few that I look at and I'm like, man, if I could play like that guy. There's um, Jade Pudgett from AFI, which is like my life band. I can listen to them every day, all day. Stray me on an island, just give me their albums. And then like, um, what you would call it? Dustin Kensrue from Thrice. Okay. I really like him a lot. But like most of the time, as I've learned that the more I try and seek after to play like those guys, the farther away away I get from being me. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, I, like I never looked at music as an art. Right. I always looked at it as like a skill or a, mm-hmm. you know, something that you pick up party trick. Yeah. But, um, like recently I, I like see the art behind it. So I like my genres have expanded beyond like heavier stuff or like church stuff. Yeah. So like now I'll go through like folk or R and B and hip hop mm-hmm. or like whatever. And like it can all have guitar lines through it. You like and it may not be in with that music, but like to me I'll hear like melody lines and stuff that aren't there. Yeah. 
and it always just like pushes me but yeah i don't like i've looked up to guys but i never i don't see myself as being like them i feel like what i do naturally is more of a personal thing than it is emulating someone else you know yeah yeah you ever heard of um billy strings yes dude we saw him at the Hard Rock, is that what it is in Philly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh my gosh. Dude, that guy. Like, I heard a couple songs <laughs> before, um, and then we went there, and, I, and just, it's so different. Yeah. You know, his passion, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, even if it goes on, like, he'll just be playing something that's been going on for 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> man, like, let's, let's, let's next one, <laughs> yeah. you know, but... He just keeps going because you could tell he's in another space. He doesn't yeah. care about us. Yeah, you know he's just in another space, and just to watch that, yeah, uh, it was it was cool. Yeah, you know, as someone that doesn't really, um, I dabble in screaming, but like, yeah. it doesn't. That's not a, anything. But I mean, everything is something. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, dude, watching him, it was just, and he would sing a couple songs. You know, he he could sing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but his guitar playing at such a young age. Yeah. You know, was he like 23, 24 or something? Even so. younger than that, probably. Yeah. He's an animal. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. I He's found so him crazy. a few weeks ago. I think I stumbled across a video on Facebook or something. Yeah. My dad has been following him because he's yeah. kind of. Would you consider him bluegrass? Is that what it is? I feel like he's probably. It's not a lot of things. It's probably like a slurred line between bluegrass and like yeah. folk. Yeah. But I really like this stuff. Yeah. I love it. I really do. You know, uh, even my uh, sister came, and we were, me, my brother, and my sister. It was just like, because my brother came in from San Diego last year for Christmas, and my yeah. dad wanted to get us all three together and do something. Yeah. And, uh, like, me and my brother have heard of Billy Strange before, and we all went, and it was, it was a good time. Yeah, man. Um, so, let's switch gears a minute. Like, you said you had a, a kid and stuff. Like, how'd that feel? You know? <laughs> it is. <laughs> the first initial... You know? Yeah, dude. Like, finding out I was having uh, a kid was like... How old were you at the time? I was 24. Mm. And to me, I was like... I looked up to my brother and sister. Yeah. And I was like, they were really young. And I'm late to the game. Right. But when he was born, like, being in the hospital and stuff, it's like, it was so scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he ended up being a C-section because he was so big. Right. And I remember they told me, they are like, we're going to get you scrubbed up and you're going to go into the operating room and we're going to get him out. And I remember sitting in the hall in the scrubs, just being like, like, I've seen a lot of horror movies. I've seen a lot of really gory things. Yeah. But like, I'm like sitting in this hallway at the hospital mentally preparing myself. Like, I'm going to see inside a body. I'm going to see inside a real body. This oh, is a real life. You body. looked? Yeah. Like, you can't not. It's I want like, to look. I can't do that. <laughs> it's like a train wreck, dude. It's like you want to look away because you know something horrible is happening. Yeah. But you're like, I kind of want to see what's happening. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but dude, it, like when he came out, I was initially like seeing her all drugged up on the table was like scary to me because mm -hmm. I was like, this woman's giving me a child and here she is on this table, like not even moving, but like she's still conscious. I was worried about her. And like the doctors, I remember came over to me and like, you can come over and see your son now. I'm like, is she gonna be okay? Because there's a lot of body parts laying on this table here. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> like That's I know crazy. he's in one piece. I hope. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, seeing him for the first time was just like I remember it like it was yesterday. It was just like 
this humbling moment where you feel like it's almost like a movie, but like in my memory, it feels like a movie, but like being there in person, there is nothing that compares to that. It's just, I made this, I helped make this, you know, it's half me, it's half her. And it's just like really humbling. You're just like, I can't mess anything up from now on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Dude, did you cry? Um, I think I would have. I think I teared up a little bit. I don't remember like sobbing or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I was more like just kind of relieved because like we were there for like we were there in the hospital for like four days. But like she was due to be induced the next day. Okay. And the night before her water had broke. And I remember just being like, I have so much responsibility. Get the bags, get the car, right, clean right. this up, drive all the way to the hospital. Because we were like 45 minutes away from the hospital. They were right. Gonna have them in. And like, I remember getting ready to go to bed that night and she was just like, I think my water just broke. And like, mm. it, from there, I was just like, run, go. <laughs> yeah. It's super stressful, but it's beyond worth it. It's, that's stuff I don't even look at as anything. Yeah. But like having him, man, it's just, it's incredible. It really is. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Were there any like difficulties raising him? Like for you? So I think I'm going to get a little deep, but, um, so initially when he was born, I was working overnight. So I'd be like midnight to like 12 in the afternoon Mm -hmm. every day. And I would only sleep like three or four hours a day. And like, I can remember going like two three days without sleep because like i have to be up with him i have to make sure because we had one car and one phone so Mm -hmm. i was like i have to make sure she gets to work and i have to make sure he's in daycare and i have to make sure that i spend time with him and i have to make sure that the house is taken care of and everything because like we i had it i had the dream i had my family we had three dogs at the house i had a job you know everything was great and then like um so like growing up when he was young like that i would spend time with him but i wasn't I would play with him and things like that. And I would try and do like little things that I had wished my dad did. did. Not that my dad didn't do anything with us, but like I wanted to make sure that I'm doing at least the same things that my dad did for us right? growing up. And then when she left, um, we had split up. I think it was October, November of 2016. And like, I remember the initial start of everything and it was just every worst nightmare that I ever had about marriage or having a kid Mm -hmm. had came true. And I remember being so like beat up and hurt by it. But after a few months or so, I kept thinking to myself, like he would ask me to play with him and I would look at it and be like, I'm a single dad now. Like I have to make sure like he has nobody else like it her leaving made me a better dad it made me step up and be like hey i'm home from work let's go do something i'm gonna take you to the skate park let's go to the park and run and go on the swings let's go to the store and like look at toys or like play video games or whatever yeah and like as he's gotten older i still like in the summertime especially um i try and get him to the skate park because he loves riding his bike and he loves being on a skateboard yeah and for me it's like being an adult it's hard to get out and be active yeah so like i look at that as my time to get out and get fresh air and get exercise and he goes man and like it's so awesome to see like all the kids there at the skate park especially because i remember growing up when we were kids and we go to the skate park we would just 
crap on kids just oh, yeah. for nothing mm-hmm. like just because they weren't riding or doing anything but like him being at the park he'll like roll down a bank and all the dudes there are like oh it's so sick yeah and i'm like it's like proud moments all over the place but yeah ever since his mom left i was like i need to step up and i need to be the best dad that i can possibly be and now yeah. i'm just like i just want to be a dad that he's proud of like mm-hmm. when he sees me in front of his friends he's like that's my dad yeah and like you know all that stuff yeah man that's cool yeah and um the fact that you i mean you came out of it i mean i mean obviously you're still going through it yeah you know but and it's cool that he's kind of like doing the same things that you were doing as a kid like with a skateboard and you know what i mean (laughs) that kind of stuff but um do you uh do you see a lot of you in him i do like um his personality comes out more and more and like some of the words he says, dude, just throws me for a loop. Yeah. But like the way he jokes about stuff, it'll he'll like say something in front of me and my parents, and my parents will be like, "What does that mean?" And I'm like, "I get it." Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I love that he's into some of the stuff that I was when I was a kid, but it, like I said, it's it's super scary at the same time because he's yeah. like he's getting to that age where he's like a daredevil. Right. Thinks he's like made of rubber. And to me, I'm just like, I remember when I was eight and I broke my arm <laughs> and broke all these fingers and stuff. Like, yeah. all the trouble I got into. But I'm like, looking back on it now, I'm like, I did it. So I know how he's going to feel. Right. Or at least somewhat like how he's going to feel if he does something like that. I yeah. Can always, you know. Just don't let him find the CKY and jackass yeah. stuff like, <laughs> like we used to do. You know what I mean? We keep those tucked away. Oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Um, there's a question from Instagram. All right. They wanted to know about any, if you have any tattoos, and if you do, what do they stand for? I have some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I'll start with the big one. Um, my left arm has the, it's a Kraken, who I've named Ralph, um, grabbing a ship Okay. off the shore. And uh, on the inside of my arm is Bruce the shark. and um, The one from Nemo? No. Oh, you just <laughs> named it? Yeah. I have names for all the faces. Oh, you just named it? Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, yeah, this one I got. It's my uncle that I was named after, my Uncle Mark. He was okay. a sailor. And he died, I think, right before I was born. But he died of cirrhosis of the liver. And I was mm. like, this was like the first big tattoo I had gotten. And I was like, I want something meaningful, but not... I don't want to get my own name tattooed on me, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. I feel like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, so I got all this to remind me, like, well, not to remind me, but like, I know where I come from. Yeah. You know. Um, I got this little diamond on my finger. Me and my wife, or my ex-wife, <laughs> had uh, on our three-year anniversary, she had surprised me with a trip to the tattoo shop, and we had both got the diamond on our fingers. Um. I have the one on my chest for um, Aaron Kilmer, who's in okay. my graduating class, mm-hmm. and he had um, taken himself. And uh, it was a tattoo that he always wanted to get. So me and uh, Delmont, we had went and got it together to like commemorate him. That's cool. Um, I have a treble clef with a cross scrolling through it on my arm, just because. That was your first one, right? No, my first mm-hmm. one is super embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> my first one, I was 14. And my parents came to me oh, and really? said, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I want a tattoo. And initially, I had wanted it 
this big rose with these Indian feathers coming across my ribcage. Yeah, that's yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So my dad had the same one, but it was super tiny on his forearm. Right, right. And that was the only way I could get a tattoo because my dad had the same thing. Yeah. So we went. My cousin worked at uh, Agru or Agaru. Yeah, that's where I both got both my tattoos. Yeah, and yeah. Jr. Mm-hmm. He had um he had tattooed that on my leg, and yeah, that was the first one. It's really that's cool. right. I remember that. It's really yeah. gross now. But is it? <laughs> it's like faded and pink, and uh, yeah, I need to get it retouched. But um, I have the tops of my feet done. One foot says I, the second foot says am. Um, like Elijah had asked God, who should I tell him sent me? And he said, tell them I am. Yeah. Sent you. Um, I have the like Devil Wars Prada John on my okay. wrist. But I look at it as, I love the Devil Wars Prada, but mm-hmm. I would never get a tattoo just for the Devil Wars Prada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one I got on a whim in Westchester I look at it as um, Father, Son and Holy Ghost yep. on Christ on the cross between the two thieves well isn't that what they did isn't that what that is it might be I don't know I think that's what it is it might be I'll have to ask yeah. them or something um, yeah then I have this little skull with a dagger going through it on my arm there's a line from a song from the chariot that says have you fallen asleep with a dagger in between your bones like have you given up on everything that's kind of what I looked at as I, I look at that and I'm like, I can't give up. Yeah. Um, I have this big piece that I just finished on my stomach and my chest. It's like, Oh, did that hurt? So the first time I went, I just got the outline done. Yeah. And right in my sternum, like where that bone is, mm-hmm. that hurt really bad. Like right. the belly button wasn't nothing. And then he would touch on my ribs and it would like take my breath away. Right. And then I went back to go get it filled in and I had lost some weight. And when he was coloring in the inside of my belly button, it was just horrific. Oh I was just gosh. like, this is awful. This is terrible. But it came out really good. I'm really glad with it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Just a couple. <laughs> I love that you I love that you have meaning for all of them. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the things that irritates me sometimes is like when people don't have something that means something to them. Yeah. You know, they just go and get something... Some, if it's small, I get it. Yeah. You know, but when you're getting something big, yeah. like, I have this idea for, I want to get my full chest done. You yeah. know, it probably won't be anytime soon. Yeah. Um, But, because I still want to put the pieces together, but, like, it involves, like, Samson and all the like, oh, yeah, different yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be sick looking. But, but I'm making sure that all my thoughts are going in into why I want it and why. Yeah. You know, it is where it is also. Yeah. Um, my first one was a cross on my back, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to say truth above it. They put the wrong font, and it looks like it says truck. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, no lie. So I got it when I was in high school, when I was 18, my 18th birthday. Um, the, my parents put, like, they printed out, like, a picture and said, oh, we're letting you get this tattoo. I was like, oh, thank you. Like, you know? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went to uh, Agaru and got it. And um, I looked I looked at it. When I looked at it, it looked like it said truth. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Went to school the next day. Yeah. Why your, why'd your back say truck? Straight hate. I was like, oh, <laughs> dude. And I looked at it again. I was like, it really looks like it. Like people, yeah. so they say crutch or truck. Now they're in your head. And I was like, yeah, yeah dude, they were, <laughs> you know. And then um, I had people slapping my back all the time. Oh, and dude, that is the worst. When you get a fresh tattoo and everybody's like, oh, where's 
Yeah. yeah. My uncle, um, my uncle used to be like, "Oh, he got slapped the ink in," so he would just go boom like that. I got one on my ribs, and he did it right that right there. I was like, yeah. you know, because that one I almost cried. Yeah, I did it three hours straight, mm-hmm. and um, the ribs are no joke. If I had to go a little bit longer, because mm-hmm. I didn't take any breaks. Yeah, I was like, I want to get this done. Yeah, you know. So she was like. All right, <laughs> so let's go. So then you got the you got the outlining, and then you got the black and white, and then you got the color. And, yeah. I was, and by the, the color, it was just burning. Like it yeah. felt like I had third degree burns. Like, yeah. and she was just scraping into them. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> uh, dude, that was it was so bad. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like when we go back, um, talk about like tattoos and meaning and stuff. Yeah, I feel like some people, and I don't, I don't have anything against it like mm-hmm. but to go and get a tattoo just for the experience i feel like that could be yeah, like yeah. even it's like a subliminal meaning behind right. it like oh i got this i remember the day because i went to the beach that day and you know yeah i think that's okay but yeah i can understand that because that's still kind of meaning something it's still yeah. something meaningful to you yeah you know even though it's not like deep yeah like deep thought or anything like that but it's the people that like Oh, I'm gonna get a three leaf clover on my ankle. You know, is why? Because my mom said I'm Irish once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom said I was Irish once. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a little things like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what? Um, do you going back to like music and stuff? Do you have any like favorite bands, favorite type of music, or are you just all over the place? As of recently, I'm way all over the place like yeah. i looked at my itunes today and my recent search history was like ruth b um who sings that lost boy song about peter pan oh uh, okay that yeah. girl is phenomenal and then i looked up one of my buddies just turned me on to this guy khalid or khalid okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i like him a lot um and then the other one was like black dolly murder okay <laughs> and then yeah. like like I, I got billy strings and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like all over the place anything that has like if it has a guitar line in it, I'm automatically drawn to it. And right. like for the hip hop stuff, I'm like starting, especially because of Instagram. There's so much stuff on there. Oh yeah. I like go through and I'll see these people playing um, like hip hop songs on the guitar, and like I don't know, just the way they play it. I'm like, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all over the place. That's what I mean. It confuses me a lot. Like uh, like genres now. I'm like, how can you name something? It just doesn't. I feel like there aren't any genres. There really is not. It's just music. Yeah. You know, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. You know, because that's the way I am. I just like certain things. Yeah. You know, um, my favorite, favorite, like, all-time favorite singer is Whitney Houston. There you go. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, yeah. put on any song. I would be on the dance floor like crazy, <laughs> man. Like, put on Whitney Houston. That's my girl. Yeah, man. You know? And then um, I can turn my next song. It'll be, like, for today or something like that. Yeah. You know? I can go from that to that. Like, yeah. Like, quick yeah and um it's just the love of the song or the band or the person like the music in general yeah you know i don't care what genre it is i had our um the worship leader at my church i was giving a ride the one night over to his car and he was like i had some cd on in the car i think it was a uh, day seeker and uh he was like i moved up down south and it seems like everybody up here likes that heavy music he said why, why do you like heavy music I was like, I don't think it's that I like heavy music. I like music with passion behind it. Mm. And, like, you see it a lot in praise and worship music. But, um, like, metal music, I look at it, and I'm like, this guy is literally destroying his vocal cords to bring his art to you. Yeah. 
Like, he's trying to get his message out, and he's literally tearing himself apart on this stage. And that's why you hear passion behind it. You see them on stage when they're either, like, on the floor, like, bent over, or, like, running across, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, it's the same thing with, like, praise and worship music to me. You see, um, you'll see people on stage that are, like, you look at them, you're like, that guy went through something, and this song is, like, helping him get through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I'm not even gonna lie. Every time I'm on stage at church, I cry almost every time. Yeah. And even if I'm not on stage and I'm just standing out with the rest of the church, some of the songs, dude, I'll sit there and think about it. And I'm just like, man, I'm really feeling this. And then the song comes on and it says something that like not not empowers me, but it just like lifts something off of me. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but like anything with passion in it, I feel like it's, it's crazy. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, and I get that so much in music. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I feel like that, like, that's my church. Yeah. Because when, like, the speaking is great and all, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes for me, it goes through one ear and not the other. Yeah. You know, or I don't agree with their opinion or something like that. Yeah. But music, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, and you either feel it or you don't. Yeah. And that's the way I get. Like, they could play one song and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I like that song. But the next one just, like grabs my heart and just pulls you know yeah. pulls me to my knees man yeah. like it uh, i don't i can't even explain it yeah you know um like i'm not gonna lie i haven't been in church in forever but i feel like i do things in my relationship with god like different yeah um and i think it helps me explain to people that aren't people of faith yeah. You know, uh, why I do what I do and why I believe what I believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, rather than going to church and, yeah, it's good to surround yourself with other people of faith and stuff like that. Yeah. But how are you doing, how are you making things any better when you all believe the same thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not growing, um, right. it's not. And that's just the way I felt. I felt like, and I've been in church my whole life. Yeah. You know, and I just feel like... Uh, I'm trying to, you know, just make an example to other people, like people I work with or, you know, just people that know me and be like, oh, Ben does that or, you know, Ben believes that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they just, I just make sure that one, I mention it, you know, I'm not pushing it on someone and all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, But one time, like, I was in the kitchen and I usually play music while I cook my food for the week and that kind of stuff, right? Uh, I forget what song it was. Um, Never Let Go. Yeah. And it was by Stellar Cart. Yeah. Uh, they like redid it. Classic. Yeah. Dude. Oh, <laughs> so good. And um, some, they, that just like pulled me. Like I literally fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's talking about like, oh, no, you never let go through the calm, through the storm. Yeah. And I must have been going through something at the time. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just the power and uh, and music. Yeah, you know, it's a huge thing. It's crazy. It's just sounds. It's just vibrations and stuff. You know, it's which crazy. is weird. Yeah. You know, and why people when like uh, I think it was probably like our parents' age, like when they were going to church or whatever, and people would oh that's the devil's music and yeah stuff like that. Like so, my wife got baptized at First Baptist not a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, her family was, like, grew up Catholic and stuff, you know? So they all came to see her. Yeah. They came into church. I had my nephews ask me, 
are they gonna play those drums are they gonna play that guitar i was like yeah man and they started playing they're like because they're used to just the organ and stuff you know because catholic church you know yeah i was like i can't do it dude the church i I grew up in was straight a piano and that was it and there was one person that Mm. would sing or if it was like a special weekend like easter they'd have a choir yeah and growing up like that i was just like this is it's music but it's not yeah. It needs I feel like certain things are required. Not required, but they definitely help in fulfilling or bringing that atmosphere into the room mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Like the church I go to in Newark, um we have like the lights are real dim and it it feels like a concert. Yeah, yeah. It really does. But like to me, like I've been at concerts before, like we went to go see O Sleeper. Okay. And O Sleeper's lyrics to me, dude, they just hit yeah. so hard. Yeah. And I remember seeing them at the Grange and just going crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think it's just, it needs, you need to be in that, not just in the mindset, but like you have to, for the environment that you're in, there can't be like distractions rolling around and stuff like that. Because right. you know, some churches is like, not saying there's anything wrong with it, but there's yeah. like kids crying or screaming in the background yep. or there's like, you know, oh, there's Terry and Steve walking in 20 minutes late again. Yep, it, it becomes exactly. like politics and stuff. I don't yeah. Know. As long as there's, it's like our goal at my church is we always say the goal is to create a distraction-free environment or a di- mm-hmm. distraction-free atmosphere for people to be able to come in and just, you're just listening to music. Just, yeah. And you can do your own thing where you are. There's people that dance and do all kinds of stuff. It's it's so awesome to see. It really is. Definitely. If you're treating like a concert too, you wouldn't see people walking in late at a concert or babies crying. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like little things like that. So did your son like go to a church with you and everything? Yeah. Um, when typically I play, we have two campuses. There's okay. one in Newark and one in yeah, West yeah. Wilmington up the road at Brandywine Springs. And uh, I've been at the West Wilmington campus for a while now. Yeah. Um, my son, he goes and I'll tell him like Saturday night usually I'll take him in because we have two on Saturday and three on Sunday at Newark and there's two Jeez. on Sunday at Wilmington yeah and it's the same thing it just repeats right but um I'll, I'll tell him like Saturday like hey do you want to go to church today because when I was a kid my parents would just drag me in it's yep. like oh Sunday morning get my suit and tie yeah gotta get up at 6am yeah. mm-hmm. but for him just kind of like dude if you want to like I'll tell you why I believe what I believe and how I believe it I'm not gonna push it on him because like that stuff, when it gets pushed on you, you tend to rebel against it. Oh, yeah. You can't formulate your own opinion. And that's a big thing with me with him, like, with his hair especially. Like, I'll be like, do you want to get your hair cut? If you don't, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you. But, yeah, he loves going in. He spends time with the other kids. Every time he comes out, he's like, Daddy, I made this. And I made these hearts for you. And this is what Jesus did with the five loaves and the two fish. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> It's so great to see. It really is. Does he uh does he know like all about your like guitar playing and like when you're from when you're younger and you know what I mean? Um, I think he I can't remember I don't think I've showed him any of the videos or anything. I hopefully he doesn't ever find them ever. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I know once he gets on YouTube, man, oh, it's just game over. Yeah. But <laughs> he uh uh, like I'll play guitar and he'll be like sitting there playing Xbox or something and he'll have kids on the mic like what's that noise in the background and he'd be like that's my dad playing guitar 
He was just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> and like people at church ask me all the time, they're like, do you ever like play guitar for him to go to sleep or something? Because like I've done it to myself, like laying on the floor playing guitar when I was younger, I put myself to sleep. But I think I've only I've put him to sleep like one time playing guitar. And it was just because he was like nodding off. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I'll just fiddle around for a minute. Yeah. But he's cool with it. He thinks it's cool. I think he likes the drums more, but he's still young too. Right. If he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, and I think I think that's the best, probably the best thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think back to when I was a kid, and um, I mean, I just had my dad on the other day, and we talked about it, and he said, like, the same thing. I think I think he wished he would have, like, held on to the reins a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But and I told him, I was like, look, man, like, if we didn't, if we had to, um, if we didn't learn the way we learned, mm-hmm. you know, I had to rebel. I had to learn on my own. Yeah. I can't learn from other people's mistakes. I had to learn from my own. Yeah. You know? And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be who I am today. Exactly. You know, because eventually I did come back around. And um, as much as I ran away from God and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I ended up coming back and my faith has been stronger than ever. Yeah. You know, and it, I think it's been like uh, two years, a year, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the one one of the biggest things uh, with like, I mean, I don't have a kid, but like I have nephews and nieces and stuff like that. And I see yeah. sometimes uh, decisions their parents make. Yeah. I'm like, why? You know what I mean? Like what draw, what draws you to that? You know, it's just going to make your kid, like, not trust you and hate you and yeah. all that kind of stuff where I know you're not supposed to be the best friend. Yeah, which is hard to do. Right. It's way harder than you know, I anticipated. Right. But I think it just needs understanding. I think it's understanding and knowing that you'll be there for them through anything. Yeah. Whether they're right, whether they're wrong, whatever. Yeah. You know, little things like that. Um, what kind of stuff have you learned about yourself having a kid? Uh, that I am <laughs> against my own will my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I think the biggest thing I've learned is just like, it's a lot of sacrifice, like a lot, yeah. but it, and it doesn't seem like sacrifice. It's more like I brought you into this world and now I have to like take care of you kind of thing. But I don't know, like, the biggest thing I learned about myself that I am a pushover when it comes to him. Yeah. <laughs> like if he asks me for anything and it might just be like, um, only child syndrome or something yeah. for him, but like he'll ask me for stuff and I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. 10 minutes later. Can I, can I have this? Dude, no. And 10 minutes later, I'll come back and be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. But only because. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make up this excuse in your head and yeah. you're just like, okay, you know? Yeah. But, like, uh, because it takes, like, a different kind of strength to, like, everything happen all at once that, you know, and to go from that and then make a decision to say, hey, like, it's time. We got to do this. Yeah. I got to do this. Yeah. You know, I think that takes a lot of patience. I think that takes a lot of strength. Yeah. Um, Courage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. To actually, like. Because it's in those moments of time where you find out stuff about yourself, you would have never guessed. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I think that's why I, I, 
I don't love struggle, but I don't like going through it. I like coming out of it and seeing what I just did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I think that's what your son's going to notice. Yeah. Um, Like, I tell uh, my nephews all the time, like, uh, or my my sister-in-law and stuff. I was like, your kids are going to notice. I tell tell people at work, uh, this woman always talks to me about her kid problems and stuff. Well, Ben, what should I do? What should I do? I don't, I don't have kids. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Why are you asking me? <laughs> you know? But it's just one of those people that sees something in me and she feels like she needs to, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I just tell her, I was like, your kid will see it. Yeah. Even though they're young, Dude, like they keep doing what you're so doing, more. they're going to see it. Yeah. They pick up so much more stuff than we even realize. Like, mm-hmm. I'll see him, like, he'll use words. Like, I remember the first time he used the word responsibility. <laughs> and i was just like, like what'd you just say yeah it just like throws you for a loop yeah but like they pick up so much stuff dude it's crazy yeah. and like it's not even that like they'll hear something and repeat it it's like they'll hear it and they'll understand it right and then be able to formulate their own opinion on it and that's the part where you're like whoa yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um where so let's say where do you think you would be, you're going to be, about like five years from now? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess. If I had to guess. You know what I mean? Hopefully not being a single father living at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I you got to put, your, put your ego and pride aside yeah. a lot of times and... Uh, embrace the suck. Yeah. You know, as they say, you know? Yeah. And um, I think, I mean, man, you're doing everything you can do, man. Yeah. As long as you're a good dad, don't everything else will fall in place. Yeah, that's like my main concern. Like, work is work. And, you know, playing music is playing music. And mm-hmm. I love it. But, like, my main goal is to make sure that he is brought up and raised in the best way possible so yeah. he's not like growing up and being a jerk to people and mm-hmm. he's not growing up and throwing his life away kind of thing you know but yeah i like i said before i just want to be a dad that he can be proud of i want him to be like my dad's yeah. coming to pick me up or like yeah. guys i want my dad to come hang out with us at the skate park this weekend kind of thing yeah you know? but that's like my goal be like, guys, my dad used to skate. Like, it's cool. Like, yeah. you know, he's not very good, but like, he's he'll roll around good. with us. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching um videos. I made. You remember Dario? Oh yeah, yeah. Man. He has a kid now too. Wow, little girl. Oh, man, I'm so old. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But um, I was watching a video that I made. It was when I first started like editing videos, and. uh and when I used the inline skate and my brother and Dario skateboarded, yeah. Dario's one of those kids, man, like you put any kind of board, yep. snowboard, scooter, skateboard, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like he was just good on it. I'm like, how you just started. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um we went to uh, that Boomers skate park. Oh yeah. Yeah, remember that? Classic. And um dude, it was so bad. I was like, what was I doing? Like what I look back on stuff that I tried, and I'm like, did I really think that I could do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see videos of yourself at a skate park, and we're just like, oh, okay. That was yeah. what we were going for? All yeah. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I saw another. I had, like, uh, 
I was skating, so I think I was skating in my house or something, mm-hmm. and I had like a as I like dying shirt with like a puka shell necklace. I was like, dude, I was confused. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nah, man, you, you know, just did your own thing. I thought it was cool. I think we all did. Yeah. You know? And I love that little group that we had. Dude, like I tell people all this time, like, I don't have friends, I have family. Like, even us, like, growing up and stuff, dude, I yeah. feel like I don't know if it was the school we went to or what, but like all my friends that are dudes, I'm like, You're my brother, dude. You need something at three AM. I don't care if we haven't talked in ten years. Yeah, man. You call me up and let me know. If you're moving into a house and you need somebody with a truck, mm-hmm. let me know and I'll either find someone with a truck or we'll take care of it right. like we're brothers and like it's like when everything happened with nick mm-hmm. i was like that's my little brother and like coming to alex and be like hey man do you need anything it's just like i don't know i love it mm-hmm. it's, it, it really is like our own little family yeah but, and it was i mean I, it really felt that way like uh like growing up too and i remember the time where we finally had to split up you know, like, well, of course, I got held back. So you were in high school, and then I was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you brought it up, not me. <laughs> and then um, I think I bring it up all the time when I talk to people. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's one of those things where the struggle, like, it sucked at the time. Yeah. And I tell everyone that uh, Famer was my homeroom teacher, Jason Famer. Yeah. He said he was taking roll like roll call, right? Yeah. He said, uh, then he come to my name. He said. Ben Hamrick, welcome to round two. I was like, come on, man. Everyone started laughing. I was just so sad. I hated it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I remember I found out I was going to a different school, and then I found out Ben Moran was going to a different school, then Jordan was going to a different school, and then you were still at Newcastle. Yeah. And I was like, dude. We'd spend so much time together. Yeah. Like, yeah. not even just at school. It was, like, yeah. Wednesday night after church. Wednesday Fridays night. if there yeah. was the event for the youth. Yeah. And then Sunday morning, we're yeah. back with each other. And a lot of times at your house or at Jordan's house. Yeah. Or, you know, doing something stupid. Getting into trouble. Getting into trouble. <laughs> doing dumb stuff. You know? Yeah. Doing everything they say. They tell you not to try it at home. Nope. We did. Yep. We tried it. And we videotaped it. We videotaped it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Um, so do you have any advice for for two things okay um one for someone that is playing guitar and wants to join a band or wants to go that route okay you know so start with that okay so with that i would say and it's gonna suck it really is but like it'll be worth it Mm -hmm. especially if it's something you're passionate about so like i would just pick up a cheap guitar like Go to the pawn shop, $75, whatever. And then literally you can, I would, I remember growing up, I would get Guitar World magazine. It came with a disc. It would like, bet you can't play this. Mm-hmm. And then it would slow it down. And I would sit there and try and learn it. But then like I would expand on it. But to like pick up and learn guitar, it's like, especially by feel and not to read music or anything. You literally have to pick it up and see what sounds you can make and what sounds you want to make and then excuse me to like hear the sounds in your head and to be able to portray them or to send the information to your hand yeah kind of thing but literally just i would sit on a couch in my room and just go over everything and like over time it becomes muscle memory and you build up like the calluses and all that yeah but like youtube helped a lot with like 
techniques and stuff and Jordan helped me a lot when I was growing up mm -hmm. but um, yeah I would just YouTube a lot of things yeah. and go all the way over you can learn anything on there oh but, yeah you got everything yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> the bottomless pit <laughs> but um yeah just sit and take your time and yeah whatever you hear in your head don't like short yourself don't be like ah that's close like get it mm -hmm. but yeah that would probably be the best form of advice I can do so this isn't the second part but about being passionate about something what do you how do like do you would you tell someone to so what if I came to you and say hey man I'm passionate about like um, lifting and and this kind of stuff like should I like pursue it like just drop everything and pursue it like yeah. what would you think like what do you what would you say I mean I'd be like yeah dude I'm all about it whatever yeah. you want to do like I don't want to if it's something you want to do and you get into it and you don't like it mm -hmm. you can always come back to whatever you're doing or you can find something else yeah but like as long as you you'll never know if you're gonna be that passionate about it if you're gonna love it until you do it right so like I'm gonna support you go out and do it yeah you know don't just sit there and wonder what if cause that's yeah. no good for anybody yeah and that's the same way I feel I was like like okay I need to try it yeah. you know I need to try it. like if someone were coming to me asking say oh hey like I'm gonna put all my eggs in this basket yeah one I would ask them if they're passionate about it yeah two I would I would um I don't know I mean it's tough because I'm always I want someone to have something to fall back on yeah you know what I mean? That. Uh, which doesn't mean like going to school, but maybe some people it does. Yeah. For me, you could do a lot of things without going to school. Yeah. I think. I agree. Um, and a big thing now is with uh, this new generation, like our generation and the one under us, are like starting a lot of their own businesses. Yeah. Um, like it's something that I'm trying to do. It's something like plenty of people are trying to do. Yeah. But I also have a job that brings in income. Yeah. You know, so I think that's important. And so you got to see is one thing is your side hustle and the other thing is your job to create your living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, I think that's what I would I would tell people. Uh, but you got to make sure you're passionate about it. Yeah. You got to know you what know? you're getting into. It's like with me, uh, I was big into personal training. Like I was taking classes on how to try and get better. Yeah. Um, and all these kind of things. But then I finally had a like realization of how much I hate it. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I'm like, do I really like this? I feel like I was almost like tricking myself. Yeah. You know, into liking it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have anything else. This is what I have to do. Yeah. Um, But then I found this way I can, like I created a business. I run a retail supplement company online. Yeah. You know, and that's my passion. I'm passionate about it. I have fun doing it. I have fun editing videos and making videos for myself and uh, Photoshop and taking pictures and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it's almost like a full-time job. Yeah. And it's <laughs> creating content is a full-time job. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Right. You know, and that's why uh, when people say like, oh, uh, you do YouTube stuff, that's not nothing. I'm like, you ever tried to do yeah. YouTube? Are you kidding me? I can't imagine dude like just like racking your brain all day every day yeah come up with ideas you gotta come yeah and that's the biggest thing is coming up with ideas yeah and creating the content 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, a lot of people have people like that they pay to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, to do the lighting and to run the cameras and to, you know, take the pictures or Boom whatever. Shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you got people like me doing it all themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, oh, it's, it, it takes so much time. Yeah. But it, I love it. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's what I would tell someone, man. Like, that's what you got to feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I had love for personal training, but then it died. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, luckily, I have this to fall back on because I found it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm glad fitness, like, and bodybuilding kind of opened this door. Yeah. You know, because I thought I was going to be a pro bodybuilder. Yeah. That was my... <laughs> Until I found out how much drugs you got to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I and have a um, buddy that does stuff, yeah. but he does not. He doesn't do drugs or anything. But yeah, it's crazy all the stuff. That I mean, you could get big naturally. Yeah. Um, but you need that. You need that stuff to be a professional. Uh, yeah. yeah, the professional I wanted to be. That's you know, that's what you had to do. Yeah. But um, so what do you, what would you give someone like advice? Advice in life, like how how to overcome struggles and kind of looking back at what you had to go through. So, the biggest thing I could say is um, just, like, realize that everything is for a purpose. Like, nothing happens for no reason. Um, It might be something that you don't see at first, but it might take time for you to learn something. But you're always learning something. Even if you fail, you learn something. You got to take something away from it. Yeah. Like... If something doesn't work out, it's not because you didn't put everything you have into it. It might be, but more likely than not, if you put everything into it and it doesn't work out, it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. But regardless, you still learn. You still have the experience behind you. And like through a religious aspect, it's like there's a guy that I worked with who said this to me and always tips in my head. But he said, God will hold you, but he won't choke you. Yeah. So like he'll hold you back he might hold you back from doing something but it's not going to kill you it's meant to you might be meant for something else something better but it's always something better it's never something worse or it's just not your time yeah you got to be patient sometimes and Mm -hmm. that's like i'm saying it's like take lessons away from everything that you do like even if it works out or if it's good or if it's bad it doesn't matter yeah but you just gotta always look look to say and tell yourself, like, it's going to be better. Right. It's not going to... It might get worse, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Oh, definitely. And then we'll end on this. What motivates you? I probably know the answer to that, but... <laughs> what motivates <laughs> yeah. me? In life? Yeah. To keep going. To keep To going. keep doing what you do, yeah. This little six-year-old boy. Yeah, that's what I figured. It really is. Of course. <laughs> I look back and I'm like... I went through times where I was just like, man, life would be so much better if I just wasn't here. Right. And like now I look at it, I'm like, there ain't no way I'm leaving anytime soon. I'm not yeah, doing man. nothing. I got this little boy. I know that he's going to miss me. I'm going to miss the crap out of him if I ever, anything ever happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God forbid. But, yeah, he he pushing me to do everything and anything. I'm always just like looking at my job. I'm like, I need to, you know, I need to work. I need to make sure I, I can at least be up for this promotion so I can make more money. So like maybe next year I could take him to Disney world or maybe I can buy him a new bike or a new skateboard. Yeah. And like, I always need to like 
make sure that I'm not overworking myself at the same time where I'm like, I need to be home. I need to make sure I sit down and do his homework with him. And I'm going to make sure that I read his book to him every night. And I'm mm. going to make sure that, you know, we go out and we do things. We don't just sit in the house all day, every right. day. Yeah. He pushes me. Even if he doesn't know it, he right. pushes me. That's crazy. And one day he'll find this on YouTube. <laughs> you know? Along with some other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of that stuff. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. I don't even know where all that stuff is. Yeah. I think I just have. I, yeah. I just think I, I think I have. Um the uh one of the break of skies things at like what do they call it? first friday oh yeah is that what it was yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think that's all i have yeah everything else i have no idea well where matt's wearing like all the pink flamingo fingerless gloves yeah and all yeah. That. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. maybe I should it was be that stage embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> it was that stage yeah it's funny but mark man it's great having you on appreciate I appreciate it, you coming appreciate you doing this thanks for having me yeah, man. Um, is there anything that you want to plug or anything like? Um, maybe just my church. Yeah, that's fine. So the journey in Newark. Um, there are gatherings on Saturday at four thirty and six. There's gatherings three times on Sunday at nine thirty, nine ten thirty, and twelve. Uh, the West Wilmington campus is at Brandywine Springs Elementary School. There's uh, services at nine thirty and eleven. Coming out to West Wilmington, and I will see you there, more likely than not. <laughs> Do you just play on Sundays? Yeah, well, um, for the time being. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking about, because my mom mentioned to me that they that one of them does Saturday nights, and I was yeah. like, Newark. I might try that. Yeah. I get so. requests for Newark. I got requests for Newark today, but I was like, I have things to do. <laughs> Are you like the top guy at yours? Like um, the top guitarist? or There's like three or four of us that are all lead guitarists. Oh, okay. But yeah. It's a small, okay. tight-knit group. Yeah, man. That's that's cool because that's huge. Yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. Love and it, it gives you that kind of rock star like feeling because it's like you're having a concert. Yeah. You but know like, what I mean? It's like everyone else's job there is equally as important right. as ours. You know, from the people that direct oh, in the parking lot to the people who watch kids in the back. Those people are like just as important. I don't right. think. This is just my gift. This is my passion. Right. Know? I, I can't take care of kids. <laughs> I can take care of my kids. Right, right, right. And then like guiding cars and stuff. And then, yeah, not for me. Yeah, man. All right, man. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Man. And appreciate you talking. And um, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>